My sister Annie always said that I had a bit of the druid in me. It always made us laugh because of the sexual connotations that were conjured up when she said it. I have always felt different. I don't fit well with most people. Firstly, I talk way too much. A legacy from being one of eight children, I guess, and always fighting to be heard. My daughter Jasmine tells me that she sees me as an empath, an introvert, apparently a family trait. She is studying psychology, you see, and loves to research. Well, everything. I personally don't like labels because I believe that we are all unique, with different life pathways to tread. There are many doors that open for each of us on our journey through life. I have always said that if the doorway appears too conventional, then climb through a window instead. Just look before you jump, lest you land in somebody's father's vegetable garden. I have always believed, though, that this life does not end with our passing, and I also know that before you go, it is possible to pass a message for those left behind. Of course, not everyone who wants to receive a message will, and some who receive a message will not even realise that it was a message. Often their whispers are heard late at night when you are fast asleep, or in the early morning hours when you are beginning to wake from your deep REM sleep. I now realise that there are many other ways that people who have left communicate with us before they go. Sometimes, though, when we are loved so well in this life, there is no reason to reach back. They just keep moving forward to whatever is beyond where we are now. For others, the ability to leave a message that you genuinely know has come from a loved one before they go leaves people wondering, or more realistically, probably saying WTF. My experiences with such things have been quite diverse and I will share with you my stories of those contacts and the many other messaging mediums that I have come to realise exist for those of us who indeed seem to have a bit of the druid in us. When they come to you in your sleep, you know they are there because they usually bring an icy cold chill with them. The first time I experienced this was the night my grandmother was buried. I have always slept with a sheet covering my neck. I used to always joke that it must have been because I had my head chopped off in a previous life. However, on this night, I recall beginning to fall into a deeper form of sleep when I felt the icy cold chill across my throat. Instinctively, I reached for my blankets to cover my neck. But they were already there. I wondered if it was Gran and was not frightened by her presence, so I went to sleep and spent the next day or so wondering if I had indeed been visited by Gran before she went. I was born on her birthday after all. Sometimes the messaging is skewed, and at other times I receive flashes or images like a movie scene flashing before your eyes. Okay when you're asleep, as dreams are a part of sleeping but absolutely freaky when you're conscious and the images flash up as you are speaking to someone. At other times, 
there are actual spirits that you see right in front of you. And when you realise that they're not real, it can be quite unnerving. They leave when they are ready to go, I guess. One of the more recent experiences that I had was when a good friend of mine was visiting his mother at her nursing home. He was walking off to get her a cup of coffee. She liked coffee and we were chatting and laughing as he was telling me that he was contemplating whether he should go away to the USA for a family holiday or whether he should stay at his mother's bedside because her health appeared to have been deteriorating. I'll never forget where I was at the time, mostly because I have been blessed with almost a photographic memory, but perhaps more so the experience as it unfolded. He was telling me how he had missed being with his father a few years earlier when he had passed away and that he didn't want to miss being there for his mum when she went. Anyway, as he was talking it through, a flash appeared in front of me. It was an image of a man standing near a farm gate. He was holding flowers and appeared to just be waiting patiently. I recall saying to my friend Sam at the time, you're not going to believe me. However, as I'm speaking to you right now, I can see a man standing near a farm gate. He's holding flowers and he appears to be waiting for someone. Sam, I believe this is your dad and I think he's waiting for your mum. I can only begin to imagine how disconcerting this would have been for him. I have always felt people mock you for these types of experiences, but I can assure you they are very real. He said that he thought the doctor was the person to listen to and that they had far better judgment than me telling him I had seen a vision. The doctor had apparently felt she had months before she was likely to pass. I saw the same vision in two other subsequent conversations before he left to go on his family holiday and shared them with him, even though I knew he didn't believe me. Sadly, a week into his trip, his mother passed away and he had to fly home to make funeral arrangements. I felt deeply saddened for him as I genuinely believe his father was reaching out through me to let him know she was about to go. I still feel his awkwardness whenever we discuss those visions today. Yet, I know he respects that I am a little quirky when it comes to these experiences.